Hello everyone, my name is Peter Kreese and you're listening to Into the Void, a show where I dedicate myself to finding the who, what, when, where, and hows in a world full of whys. Today I'm joined by a special guest. Uh, He has a doctorate in archaeology and Egyptology. Now, under the guise of anonymity, he wants to remain anonymous, so instead of using his real name, we'll call him Dwight for the purposes of this interview. Uh, Dwight, you on the line? Yes, I am. Uh, How are you doing, Peter? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to call into the show and, you know, tell us your story, which is a harrowing story, by the way. Yeah, uh, of course. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not too busy right now. I'm uh, actually not able to uh, leave the country. Um, So, yeah, I came here uh, to Egypt, actually. Um, As you said, uh, I'm an archaeologist and an Egyptologist. Me and my team... before you get started, you are currently in Egypt now. Yes, no, that's uh, that's correct. Uh, I'm actually not able to uh, leave due to uh, some ulterior circumstances uh, that I uh, quite don't understand right now, um, and I'm uh, trying to figure it out while uh, kind of laying low at the moment. Okay, okay. Well, well, why, why don't you just just hop right into it? Tell us uh, how how you got into these. Uh these circumstances of being trapped uh, in this country. Yeah, of course, Peter. Um, my team and I, uh, we actually had an opportunity to come to Egypt. Uh, we were uh, doing some anthropological research um, in uh, Thebes, uh, the Valley of Kings uh, region. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, well known. And we got here and uh, ended up uh, in Cairo and decided to spend a little time on the town. Uh, We got off the plane and uh, when we got in, we decided uh, a couple of us could use a a drink, uh, to be honest. Uh, (laughs) And uh, we ended up uh, just kind of set into a little booth there and we were talking over what our uh, excavation plans were when an interesting conversation caught our uh, ear from the bar area. Uh, now, we, your team consists of you and, and, and how many members? Is it just a small group, I assume? It's a small group, yeah. There's a, uh, four of us, um, myself included, uh, just okay. to uh, you know tackle as much ground as we can uh, to really spread ourselves out um, within reason um, as far as uh, monetary reasons go. And... We were sitting there, and at the bar, we overheard a little bit of a piece of conversation uh, about, um, it seems like they were uh, treasure hunters, (laughs) believe it or not. (laughs) 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 Didn't know they were still around. No, no, that's that's news to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, They were talking to each other, and uh, the uh, name Hamanoptra come up, and um, they were talking about that area and uh they uh, you heard something about um now, now for, a, the, for those who don't know hominoptera is hominoptera is a mythical city 
that resides right off the uh, west bank of the Nile. Uh, okay, so 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 there's no way they could know this t- city actually exists. It's it's a, a oh, myth, no. a, a, a legend. <laughs> no, it's absolutely a legend. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's what we thought. Um, so we decided to take a little detour once we uh, actually got to the same area. Um, mm-hmm. We went to bed, uh, got all of our uh, stuff ready for the next day, uh, and when we uh, got to it, we took some um, uh, trucks and uh, just went right down to the area. Now, something absolutely uh, fascinating about that is once we got down there, we found a fireball of a riverboat. It, apparently, the riverboat that we later found out was actually the vessel that these people that we overheard took was their boat. <laughs> now, now, I, mean, I assume everyone was okay. You you are laughing. It's, I mean, so, uh, so, I, I know. I mean, that was nervous laughter. I don't know if everybody <laughs> made it out. Um, uh, I'm, I'm hoping so, but uh, at least now, the people that we knew did. Now, riverboat, that's... Is that yes. A... <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, that's an <laughs> old want... time. Yeah, okay. I, I couldn't believe that they decided to take it. <laughs> there was absolutely the uh, resources that they could have used to uh, get down there a little more uh, economically. <laughs> it sounds more like they were more leisure hunters, sort of say. They, they, oh, they, yeah. they weren't no, very no. serious about their their uh, their plans to say quote-unquote grave rob i don't know what you would call what they were planning uh, to do I, I mean you hear the term treasure hunter you you assume that maybe they're up to something a little bit uh nefarious, I say nefarious. yeah no? yeah i mean you you did say it uh but you know, maybe something <laughs> a little bit um outside of the uh, normal bounds of um you know traditional excavating gotcha yes Copy. and the law yes <laughs> <laughs> Quite the folks. Um, and so we end up uh, down there and where we're driving and um, we see we, we actually uh, didn't head out as soon as they did. I think they, they started out immediately. So they were a little bit ahead of us. Shows how, you know, <laughs> as far as you well. get on antiquated uh, transportation. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, but they were still ahead of us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we saw the wreckage and. Uh, it, it was unbelievable, but um, the uh, people that we, you know, presumed treasure hunters and uh, a bunch of um, other uh, people aboard the boat seemed to have the same destination. Uh, we ended up um, on the side of the river uh, with uh, the people that were on the correct side of the river <laughs> towards the actual uh, destination of Amanaptra. And uh, the other side had a bunch of horses, and they were both laughing at each other, thinking like, oh, well, we have the advantage, um, you know, but uh, I guess those horses were pretty quick. There must have been a bridge somewhere, <laughs> because uh, apparently they were able to get over the uh, the Nile there. Um, uh, so we end up, yeah, this is this is where the craziness actually begins to start. Um Sorry, I'm I'm a little on edge. Take your uh, time. Take your time. There's you, there's no rush. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just been a bunch of crazy stuff going on. Um, so we end up 
the all the groups that uh, culminated, we were all together, and uh, no one was heading towards the location, and we couldn't head towards the location because we had uh, no idea where it was. We didn't have a map. We didn't have anything. Um, Again, myth- mythical city. You're just going out there in hopes that maybe one of them will lead you to... Uh, well, I mean, the chance at a new uh, anthropological place to you know go digging, that would, that would be uh, monumental. Um, and the, the most bizarre... I'll use that word. I'll, I'll just say bizarre. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll let uh, our listeners decide on yeah. uh, whether or not. This, but, uh, this, this sunrise occurred, and it just started to get hazy from the sand up. Now... Is it your this, typical mirage haze, or is this, a, is this a, something you've never well, experienced before in a desert? This is nothing I've ever experienced before in a desert. Uh, I okay, okay. honestly haven't mis- uh, experienced much of that because we're well hydrated. You, we have, you know, we're we're absolutely sufficiently. Uh, uh, we have our nutrients, um, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, it just looks like you, you know the phenomenon with the uh, the grill. Like you see the the waves come up yeah, the grill. It, it's, this it's was typical... going sideways. Sideways, and you downwards say. and in a spiral it was it was unreal okay. so not a not, not a natural weather phenomenon that you uh are used to seeing or, or that anyone else has really been used to seeing no no and we we all uh you know bizarre, bizarre. give it up to you know perhaps it's just a phenomenon with like this certain part of the world you see that with other parts of the world uh mm, absolutely mm-hmm. it's u- unique but it's not you weren't concerned like, at the time to see it. No. You know. No, no, we weren't. But once this phenomenon dissipated, all of a sudden, we could see an ancient Egyptian city. <laughs> it just okay, came out okay. of nowhere. No, and again, this is, this, this is not a mirage. This is not an optical illusion. No. This, is, this is a city that you yourself, uh, I guess... Uh, uh, materialize out of uh, out of nothing. Well, well, there'd be one hell of a materialization for, because all of us saw it. <laughs> we all started riding towards it. Um, we definitely beat them there because, uh, <laughs> again, we still had our trucks, and uh, <laughs> uh, they met us a couple hours later, um, and uh, we decided to just set up camp we located the entry points to most of the uh underground uh, civilization um and while we were doing that uh one of the uh the actually the guy the, the guy that we overheard from at the bar uh mm-hmm. came up to us and uh you know kind of questioned us on what we were doing there um he didn't seem too threatening uh, seemed very nice, but uh, okay. we could tell that uh, the campfire that he came from, they had uh, a guy with a bunch of, you know, a couple of guns on his uh, waist there, you know. Uh, Just a typical American yeah. cowboy, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Indi- a typical, Indiana Jones type. Well, he yeah. wants to be more uh, menacing than he probably actually is. Yeah, I, I would say so, but uh, there was something about his uh, his uh, character. It seemed like he'd been there before, you know? He, he had mm. that kind of... Uh, the kind of... Um, uh, or uh, Gusto. Aura, Gusto. Gusto, I would say, is uh, definitely the... Uh, 
he had, he had the air of someone who had knowledge uh, of this city before supposedly this being the first time anyone has ever really seen it. Well, no one had said anything to us, but he seemed to be the person who knew where to go. He was knowledgeable which, in this city. Exactly, which leads gotcha. us to the next day. Um, they start going right into a specific uh, entryway where we're all up. We all see this happen. They just go in. They know what they're doing. And uh, same with the other group. They go in on an adjacent side and just dive right down into uh, the pit. And mm-hmm. us being just a bunch of, you know, scholars, you know, uh, we didn't want to mess around with um, a bunch of uh, gun-toting uh, adventurers. You it know? Makes sense. Makes sense. So we decided to kind of walk around the ruins, uh, look at um, some of the um, obelisks, uh, statues, uh, read them, um, decipher. So, so you're, you're, uh, we you're more staying uh, above uh, the ground, not, not going so far down oh, into yeah. the tombs. Yeah, no, we're, we're not going down into a dark, dank cave with a bunch of people with pistols and rifles you know looking for <laughs> safety first am i right safety, yeah so, um, that, me and my uh, team that is our number one priority at all times um so we are there uh and we have a we have a day you know we go around we find some interesting things and uh we end up um we end up uh turning in and as soon as i think we hit a good point of sleep which is tough in the desert there um Mm. we end up hearing uh screams we just hear just yelling and we didn't know what was going on um and could you could you tell from where you were where these were the people in the camp was it was outside of the city just maybe echoing across the desert well it Ended up being somebody who had come out of the underground um, oh. area, yeah. Okay. And we didn't know what happened to them. Um, but uh, it turns out that they had been eaten. Eaten? But not exteriorly. They were actually eaten by a ancient bug so so you're telling me that encased in this city there was also a bug i'm assuming presumed to be extinct by now or something that was carnivorous yes and it attacked these men it attacked these men it ate its way into his body and didn't leave by this point, we're ready to go. We don't know what's going on here. We're just looking to get some research. We already had a plan to go to another site. We so, were so already you, ready so for you, that. You, you already had a day. You thought this is one of the greatest archaeological finds of all time, and now you're just now learning that a man went into an underground cavern and was eaten alive by ancient bugs? Yes. I, under, I, I understand yeah. why you would want to uh, to hightail it out of there. That 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 sounds like a, a very terrifying yeah. prospect. Because now now that's now that's open. What if those bugs get out? I would want to leave as well. I, I I understand. So this is the point where we end up in our predicament. 
um, once we decide to do that, we pack all of our gear, we try to hightail it out of the city. All of a sudden, in this seems ridiculous, and I don't expect you to believe me, but it, it seems almost biblical. There was a storm on the horizon that came okay. Okay. towards us, and we had no idea what it was. It was nighttime. It, it, we couldn't discern what was actually happening. Uh, a cloud of locust came down and pretty much just purged the entire camp. It was it, it was the most frightening thing I have ever laid witness to. Now, swarms of locusts aren't out of the ordinary uh, in certain parts of the world. Sometimes, I know locusts, uh, they sleep for, was it, four to eight years? Uh, sometimes they do uh, yeah, they, all they hatch always, at one time. They always come in... Now, was was this one of those times, or, or was did this seem more? I don't want to use the word paranormal or or well, like occulted, like witchcraft. Yeah, but, but how would you describe? You're you're exactly uh, treading upon that. We all, you know, after this had passed, we all came to our senses, you know, and uh, we mm. figured out that, or no, we reasoned that this happens we just happened to be here uh, yeah. it was just a little spooky after we had you know just seen someone you know uh, perish but, yeah um, no it, I, uh, I, I, I could see where uh, you stumbled upon a other weather phenomenon that somehow you know I wouldn't say quote unquote manifested a city but you saw a crazy weather pattern a city appeared on the horizon now you're dealing with ancient bugs who killed a man and now this one thing locusts. after the I, other I, I, could, yep. I could see where the the high strangeness where the uh, where your mind might be going to places other than just you know a standard set of coincidences. Yes, no, that that's exactly where we were. We were um, just a little bit uh, fatigued uh, um, mentally and emotionally, and uh, when all of that kind of uh, came together, there uh, we didn't know uh, we didn't know what to think of it. Um, mm. So what what did we do? We we just decided to go home you know mm -hmm. so uh we went up uh back to cairo and uh ended up uh, in a hotel there and now this is where this is where uh it gets undeniably tough to reason with uh what what actually happened um okay. we're there and uh Definitely turns out that these other people that we were with at Hamanoptera came back to the same hotel. They seemed shaken beyond belief. So, so this wasn't this isn't the, even the first hotel you you met them at or overheard them at uh, the first time around. This is this is a whole new location you guys are at. This is a whole new location. Yes, yes. This is so the, the, like the, like the complete coincidences. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't believe when we had saw, seen them. Uh, I think uh, it was yeah. It was uh, one of my uh, team members um, saw them uh, entering the lobby. Uh, okay. So, so you made it back from the desert, Swarm of Locusts. You go to a hotel in Cairo. You said. In Cairo. Yes. In Cairo, and it just so happens that. 
the other team who was there is also here. So what happens next? So what happens next? We, we are not happy to see them there. We were trying to put this all behind us. We were trying to go home. Um, and they were definitely um, uh, unperturbed. They, they, were, they were absolutely uh, uh, at a point of unrest with what had just happened to themselves as well. Uh, Under, understandable. Yeah. You know, it's a very traumatic situation for everyone, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So I end up actually passing out. I am exhausted. And the next thing I know, I'm waking up to... I I don't know how to say this without sounding crazy. Um, I wake up to people shouting and running around, and there were fireballs falling from the sky, hail, but massive hail that was just demolishing the city i didn't know what what would cause that this so, looks like a meteor shower on steroids i i couldn't i couldn't understand what was what was happening so not only is it fireballs it's also hail or are you saying fireballs the size of hail either way an, an extremely I, it, it, crazy it, scenario Peter, it's, an, it's an absolute blur and i i, I can't i can't even fathom what I had seen. Now, now you can chalk this up to maybe, uh, let's say, you know, you you see meteorites, comets, what have you, uh, break up in the Earth's atmosphere all the time. You, you wouldn't think this could be like shrapnel from, say, a comet blowing up. I mean, I mean, it, it's it seems like an aerial it, raid. It, there was a uh, okay. there there was a an ex Air Force uh, uh, pilot in the hotel at the time who did not know what was going on themselves they had never seen anything like this and they had served in a war it it was it was unbelievable um and i we couldn't make anything of it we were trying to get out of there at that point we were trying to just leave and then we were stopped uh by guards uh uh, they knew that we were um from out of the country uh and they said you know we we couldn't leave right now it was unsafe so these um, are these are government officials that are telling you this i'm assuming it's government officials absolutely yes okay now now do you know if there's any reason why they would stop you from leaving the country i could only imagine it was because of what we bared witness to um if this is uh, some kind of um you know uh cultural or uh, not culturally but like a uh independent thing that is happening in this one specific area that they don't want mm. to get out uh, I, you know it, it's endless I can't uh, imagine uh, it ends up that a few team members uh, of the uh, adventurers there they actually ended up dying of uh, unknown causes um, mm. I actually saw a, um, a a stretcher being moved out and it, it looked like there was nothing but a skeleton underneath I couldn't imagine what happened Really? Yeah. I, it, wow. Just wow. Just a bunch of just a bunch of paranormal things happening all at once, and I don't use that word uh, lightly whatsoever. I don't think I've ever used it uh, definitively in my life. Um, but you can say definitively right now. This, 
falls under the category of paranormal. It's not something you can explain. Science can't explain it. I like, would you classify what you experienced as paranormal? As as a doctor and, and being experienced uh, in the field and seeing what I have seen, nothing like this, especially in correspondence to each other has ever ever happened and i i i will be honest peter i'm uh, i'm pretty uh, scared about uh, what's going on um the fact that uh, me and my team aren't able to leave uh and uh if you can you know make any sense of this if any of your listeners can make any sense of this i would i would love to hear it because uh we're we're stuck here we're uh in a hotel um i'm only able to get in contact to you through um a uh cell phone that we you know we're able to uh, get a hold of uh and i don't think i have too much there are uh, too many opportunities to uh get a hold of you again but um if you can you know, uh, send some uh, words out there and uh, see what you come back with. And, you know, please try to reach me in time. Yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll definitely get your story out there and we'll uh, make sure that, you know, we'll, we'll get it out. We'll make sure that people know what's happening. Now, just a follow-up question real quick. After the guards told you you couldn't leave the country, what happened next? Did everything just kind of stop, the, the quote-unquote paranormal activity? Or, or were you subject to anything else or, or was that basically just you can't leave we're going to move you from this hotel to a more quarantined area and that's where you are now that's where we are now yes we have uh orders to uh leave our hotel room um at uh daylight uh, tomorrow um i'm calling you right now what is it uh in our time right now it's about uh 1 a.m so and uh just about a few hours we're going to be woken up and uh, moved to a different location i don't know what the location is going to be the the guards seem to be pretty civil but they also seem to be very strict and uh reliant on their duties understood so do you feel like your your life is in danger or do you feel this something that will be resolved and you are you will be free to go i feel like i'm in better hands than what is going on outside of the parameters that I'm in. I think something is actually amiss and I don't know what to how to classify it. Um, everyone is pretty hush-hush here, uh, but it just seems like it's getting worse and worse and I don't know if there is some kind of I, I, I don't know if something's coming well, it well, feels like is, something is something is coming this is the first that I'm hearing of this so that must mean that the Egyptian government has everything pretty hush hush over there uh, it, I, feel, I feel like something of this magnitude would have gotten out but if they are quarantining the region and keeping uh I guess you would call it the mummy's curse <laughs> under wraps. Uh, you I know, not, Peter. I would just, you know, you would, you would think we would hear something of this. So I just, I just want to thank you for the risk you are taking right now for bringing, mm-hmm. uh, 
this story to the world. I know I am grateful for it. Our listeners are grateful for it. And, and if I can think of any information or if the listeners have any information on what might be happening right now in Cairo, uh, please, please, please get in touch with the show. Um, and I'll try and forward that information to you. And, and please get back home safely. You know, your safety is, uh, is one of my uh, top concerns, uh, Dwight. Thank you very much, Peter. All right. Well, you have, a, I guess a wonderful evening or the best you can under these circumstances. And again, I, re- I really appreciate you, uh, you calling in. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah, no, uh, thank you for your time. Wow. Wow. What a, what a powerful story. Uh, all right. Well, that, that pretty much wraps up our time. I just want to thank all our listeners for, uh, tuning in. And, uh, I want to thank again, uh, Dwight for, for calling and, uh, Please tune in next time, and hopefully we will have a follow-up to this story. Uh, So everyone out there, keep your eyes to the sky and keep your ear to the ground.